Public Service Notice. Many accents were harmed in the recording of this podcast. Hello and welcome to Maths Matters. It's a mini podcast brought to you by me, Julie Gould. And me, Phil Smith. And in this series, we're going to explore what's the point of maths. Exactly why maths matters. We all learn it at school, but why? Why do we need to know about algebra? Maths matters. What is the point of all those different number series? Maths matters. And why should we bother learning all about long division? Maths matters. Why does maths matter? Well, you're about to find out. Maths. It's numbers, isn't it? One, two, three, four, five, etc, etc. It's one of the first things we learn as a toddler to recognise the numerals that represent the numbers 0 to 9. A numeral is just a symbol for a number. For example, the numeral or symbol for 0 is an elongated or stretched out circle, and the numeral for 1 is a vertical line. But you already know this because you see all of these numerals a lot, and we use them in maths all the time. They seem so simple. But where do they come from? And why do we use these particular ones? Well, to answer that, we need to go back a little bit. You see, dear listeners, numbers weren't always so simple. And they weren't always around. Oh no, the first time a form of counting and numbers were discovered was from the Paleolithic Age, which was about two and a half million years ago. Early humans who lived at this time would have likely needed to count their livestock to make sure none had gone missing. They didn't have any form of mathematical symbol for each number as we know today, so counting could take a long time. Picture a caveman walking towards his cave daughter, who is standing outside their semi-detached cave near their farm. Uh, where are you? I was trying to call you on your eye stone. You, you bring in all sheep, make sure count them. Don't want wolves to nom 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 sheep. Yeah, yeah, dad. Okay, okay, okay. Got rock paper, got rock pencil. Let's do this. Come on, sheepies, through the gate. <clears throat> okay, right. Here we go. Okay, sheep one, sheep two, sheep three, sheep four, sheep five, sheep four, sheep three. Oh, oh, stay, stay awake, stay awake, sheep four, sheep. A little while later. Okay, okay. Daddy, that's all 42 sheepies. Got them all. Uh, let me check, te- let me check. Show me tablet, show me your tablet. Here you go. Uh, okay, okay, let me uh, check figures. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Four, A little while later. One, two. Good, good. You got, um... Good job. You, you you can go clubbing with friends oh, now. Back to sleep. Need to count more sheep. One sheepy. Two sheepy. Yeah, plan worked. She stay home. <laughs> so, counting was done by drawing lines. Four straight vertical lines and a fifth diagonal through the first four to make it five. 
We call these tally marks. Now, counting in fives makes a lot of sense for humans. Do you know why? Go on, have a guess. What have you got five of? Fingers! You've got five fingers on each hand. It makes so much sense. It seems so simple. But over time, the numerals did become a bit more sophisticated. Different civilizations developed different numerals. The ancient Greeks, the Egyptians and the Romans all had their own ways of writing numbers, although all were developed based on this same concept of tally marks. The ancient Roman numerals, some that you may have seen before, were also based on the shapes made by hands. I represents one, the shape made by one finger. V represents five, the shape made between the thumb and the forefinger when your hand is outstretched. X represents ten, the shape made by putting two fives together, two thumbs and four fingers. That sounds logical, but when it comes to doing maths using Roman numerals, things can get complicated very quickly. Maths matters. Picture a busy marketplace in ancient Rome. A shopper visits a shop to do her shopping. Hey, Marius. Hey, hey, hi, hi. I'll, I'll take the usual, please. I have the XII eggs, a limone, III measures of wheat, and a Roman chicken, please. All right, hey, good to see you. Uh, that's uh, oh, good. Let me ca- uh, just a calculator. It's a XXI denari for the eggs, plus a XXIV denari for the limon, plus uh, one, one second. I, I, lots of C denari for the wheat, plus a XX denari for the chicken. Oh, no, no, it's a Roman chicken, so it's free range because it's Roman. Uh, because it's uh, so therefore all together that. Okay, okay. It's a CCCL. X A V, please. Uh, let let me check. I got my money. All of this. Uh, it's says too much. It's too much. I I will not take the bread and the chicken. I only take the bread. What's the new total? I don't worry. It's a rum. If it's a too much uh, bread, I have a pair of Julius Caesars here around here. I can cut off some bread for you. But it's okay. Okay. It's a, so minus the X X X for the chicken. Okay. So that's a C C C I V. Uh, uh, please. Grazie, grazie. I got to run. I got to run. It's a X X plus V. Ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao. So, how much do you think our shopper had to pay for her shopping? Can you guess? It was XII plus XXIV plus III lots of C plus XXX. Now the sum was CCCLXIV. Do you know what that is? I bet you're thinking it's so much simpler to be using our own numerals. So let me translate for you. It's 12 plus 24 plus 300 plus 30, which equals 366. C-C-C-L-X-I-V. It's a lot less of a mouthful, that's for sure. Saying these numbers are a challenge, but the actual challenge of writing them down didn't stop them from being used for more than 1,800 years. Roman numerals have been used for longer than the ones that we have now. There were a couple of things that were impossible to do with Roman numerals. One was writing any sort of maths with fractions. They didn't have a way of writing them down. The other was writing down zero. They didn't have a way of doing it. 
can't write down zero. That's a tricky thing to get your head around, isn't it? I mean, it seems so natural for us. We have an elongated or stretched out circle. But for the ancient Romans, there was no such thing. There was no way of writing zero. Now, the ancient Romans weren't the only ones who didn't have a numeral for zero. Some would just use a dot. Others would leave a blank instead of writing zero, which I think would make things very difficult, especially when it comes to differentiating between different numbers. For example, if you've got the number 65 and 605, that would be written as 65 and 6 gap 5. It's, it's going to be quite subjective as to how big that gap is. But the main reason for not having anything for zero is this concept of how could nothing be something? So how did we get to the numeral system that we use today? Well, it all started in India. There was a mathematician called Brahmagupta who first treated zero as a number. And it was the Italian mathematician Leonardo Fibonacci who brought this system into the limelight in Europe. And it only became commonplace and in common use in the 15th century when it replaced Roman numerals. So... That is a very short and brief history of numbers and why they matter. And over the course of this series, we're going to go through lots of different areas of maths so you can see just why it's so useful. Next time, we'll continue on and talk a bit more about this mysterious zero, the nothing, and why nothing matters. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Maths Matters. Julie. Hi, and I'm Phil. And we're excited because we've got a brand new podcast. It's called Let's Dive In and you should go get it wherever you get your podcasts. It's all about science. Science. So your questions come to us and we have a go at trying to answer them. Now we also have a go at coming up with some experiments that you can try yourself at home. And if we can't answer the questions, we will go to an expert who will help us find the answer. And they're good, they know how to talk about things, how to explain things. And the good thing about this is it's not just for kids, you'll actually learn something yourself, no matter what age you are, six to 662. So let's dive in, like and subscribe, and most of all, have fun. Yes, and we'll see you soon, bye. Bye. Or hear you soon, hear you soon. Will they hear us? I don't know. Julie? Phil? <laughs> I can't hear you. Just... We're, we're new to this. <laughs>